Welcome to Slay the Stars in episode 59. Last time, Zem and Shar filled in Ristos and Zima about the current state of affairs. We got to see the inside of this strange demiplane that Ristos is currently in control of, the place she used to save Zima and the students from Dalius. When Shar emerged back into his childhood apartment, he saw a man looking in the window. Xander. He followed him out the window, eventually catching him in an alley, and all Xander could say was, you shouldn't have followed me. Zem and the others heard boots on the door of the apartment, kicking it open, and that is where we will begin today. The door bursts open, Zem, and you see four people rush into the apartment. They're not wearing masks, as you've come to expect from these people, uh, but they're definitely wearing garden attire, and they are definitely keyed up for a fight, and I'm assuming that is initiative that you just rolled. So anyway, I, I actually blasting. rolled an assist <laughs> Um, I, I was rolling attack, uh, uh-huh. like the second the door opens, um, I did not care who was on the other side, Rafe included. You have advantage on initiative. Okay. So like, I, I can roll that if you want, but this was to attack. Um, I mean, I, I was shooting through that. the door. <laughs> um, so I'm actually fourth leveling this bitch and as well, um, spending the points to twin that spell. So I'm going to hit two people. Yes. <laughs> Each shouldn't die. Each shouldn't live. <laughs> Although I actually, I have to roll twice. I have to roll two. You have to roll to hit twice. Okay. That was a 19. It was a 19. I saw it. I don't know where the 19 is. There. Okay. So it is. I should put Rafe on the other side of this door right now. <laughs> Too late now. You said four people. I know. I know what I said. Um, <laughs> I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> so it's 25 to hit the one on the left, and it is 17 to hit the one on the right. The one on the right does not hit. Okay. You said 17, right? 17. Yeah, that does not hit. We're in trouble. Okay, so roll your damage. Boom, baby. 29. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That was a 6. 26. I play with stun guns for fun. (laughs) Mark that spell off. I said... (laughs) So... Zem, the door flies open. These four people come rushing in. You manage to call down this witch bolt, and you strike the one behind. The first person moves just a little too fast and gets away from you. Uh, But you connect with this huge witch bolt that actually drives this person back out of the room a little bit. But I need all of you to roll initiative. Um, I'm just imagining the first guy through the door just (laughs) flies back behind and just (laughs) knocks into the back wall. I'm a 16. Shar? 15. Actually, not bad today. <laughs> Means everything else is not going to be. Wait, you said 15, Shar? Yes. Wait. Sorry, 14. I was looking at proficiency, not initiative. They all rolled lower than you, so they're going to go one after another after another. Which is not how I wanted to take those turns. But that's fine! Because the dice will what they will. Top of the round. It is the first monk's 
turn, the one who slipped past you and just watched you rocket his friend out of the room. Frank, no! He rushes up to you, Zamira, and is going to take four punches at you using flurry of blows for the bonus action. So here we go. That is an eight plus six. It's a 14 to hit. Um, do you want me to tell you what I'm reacting to, or are you rolling all of them? Like, how how do we do this? Well, the first one to hit is a 14, so if you're going to shield or something, then that's going to change your AC for all of the hits, so. It is, and I wasn't sure which reaction I was going to take. So, like, I don't know, okay, like, <clears throat> before we go any further, I can take a reaction right now and, like do what I'm going to do based off of this one hit or wait until more have hit and then I can figure if I'm just trying to avoid the crit. <laughs> nope, you have to decide based on the first punch. Okay, then I'm going to um, react with the shield. Okay. Uh, what's your AC become? 16. Okay. Second punch. That's a natural one. Third punch. That one's still going to hit. Fourth punch. That one misses. So you only get hit once. For nine points of bludgeoning damage. And Zem, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay, hang on one second. I need to mark that spell. Um, oh no. Um, it's going to be a nine? Uh, Zem, you get the wind knocked out of you. You immediately crumple and fall to the ground, gasping for air. The other monks are going oh, wait. to... Go ahead. Um, how do I, I, because I never end up having to because I never fucking get hit. Okay. How do I keep concentration? Oh, up? roll a constitution saving throw. DC is 10. I rolled a 14. Yeah, you're going to make it. All right. So. Come off in the hallway. The agony. <laughs> while I'm rolling. <laughs> the smell these, of singed hair. <laughs> while I'm rolling to see how many of these monk hits hit the other people in the room. Sure. You are still standing on the roof above Xander as he says, you shouldn't have followed me. What are you doing? I'm going to like Spider-Man lean over the edge of the the roof. Uh-huh. Just any particular reason? <laughs> sure. What do you think is happening back at the apartment right now? There's like a dawning realization, and then he will just book it. Even if he's fighting Xander on the way. Like, I imagine this like being a running and fight situation. Yeah, you, you take off to run again, and all of a sudden, Xander is in front of you. And you didn't see him go there. Oh. Just as a reminder, I do not have my reroll. I've already used it for today. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when Xander is suddenly in front of you again? I'm going to either try to get around him or kick off of him. Okay. So either I'm going to like jump around him or I'm going to use the impact of an attack to push off of him, even if I miss. Okay. So I want you to just roll an acrobatics check. Okay. Another crit. This time on Kai. Fifteen. 
you say crit? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You can't. You already used your shield to react. What did you get, Char? Fifteen. I uh, literally can't read your dice at all. That is a fourteen plus his modifier. So you go to move around him, and Xander grabs a hold of you and, like, slams you up against the wall. Not enough to injure you or to hurt you, but to stop you. And he says, I can't protect you if you go back there. The whole point of me bringing you here was to make sure they didn't get you, too. Shara's going to, like, so he grabs him by, like, he's going to, like, push off the... um... (laughs) the scruff and like push him back against the like the opposite end of the wall like Mm -hmm. you act like I'm not going to go back and try to protect them regardless by the time you get back there it'll already be done so stay here where you're safe what are you doing coming back to Salt Spire anyway we were there what do you mean you were there we were there we were why are you trying to protect me What have I done the entire time I've known you, Char, is try to protect you? I can't let them go. And I can't let you go. So right now, you chose a side, and that's fine. I didn't choose this. I did choose this. It's it's more complicated than that. If I don't go, they will definitely not be okay. You're right. And if you do go, you definitely won't be okay. And I won't let that happen. Are you going to stop me, Xander? (laughs) Yes. I will stop you if that's what it comes to. Back at the room. Zem, it's your turn. You watch as this monk comes in, knocks you on your ass. The other three move into the room. Each one squares up with Ristos, Zima, and Kai. Uh, Zima is holding her own a little bit. She looks like she's had some training in hand-to-hand combat, and so she's able to deftly move against some of these strikes and doesn't get hit as much. But Ristos and Kai take two hits right to the chest, and they are both knocked to the ground. They take way more damage than you did. What are you doing? Why is this so hard for me? I'm going to drop my Witch Bolt. Okay. And I am going to shatter in this room okay um so it says each like it doesn't say a number like i don't have a limit oh hold on it's like a it's It's like a square area right oh i'm sorry i read this wrong it says a point of your choice but i thought it said creature of your choice um because I, I don't want to hit literally everyone in this room. I mm-hmm. thought I could choose. Um, I said that I dropped it. So if you want me to re-roll it, I'll, I'll do no, another No, if you want to keep Witch Bolt up, you can keep it. That's okay. Um, because I don't have anything. Uh, like, I thought I had, like, an aerial. Shatter is an area. Yeah. Yes, but I can't save, the uh, like, my people from that role. Like, so you can place the, the origination point in a way that it's not going to hit everybody in the room. Yeah, it's like Fireball. 
But you're gonna take out some building, but <laughs> but I will say, roll me a d4. Three. That's unfortunate. So if you set off shatter, it's going to hit three of the people in the room that are not the bad guys. Because they, you are spread out amongst the room, right? So you can either choose, if you want to hit all the bad guys, you're going to hit three of your own people. You can choose to focus on one or two and avoid that, but... No, if I see they're on the floor, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um. So I'll just roll the damage for the witch bolt. Okay, go for it. It's a seven. All right. Oh, and I I got up. Okay. You strike again with your witch bolt. Uh, Monk's well-trained. He doesn't react more than just sort of tensing up and getting ready to attack you again. It's Ristos' turn. She is on the ground, kind of hunched over, trying to stand up. And the female monk who is standing over her is just like, stay down. It's the first time you hear one of them speak. Just stay down. And you watch Risos's hand reach over and grab a hold of her, and this purple necrotic energy flows out of her hand up this person's leg as she casts Blight. Oh. <laughs> the monk does not save. Oh, and he's is dead. going to take. That's hot. 20. 33 points of damage, basically having their hit points <laughs> in one hit. And she starts, the, the monk starts shrieking. Music to my ears. In agony. Zima's turn. You see Zima, who has been tanking some of these hits and doing a little better. All of a sudden, her form starts to shift and alter as she polymorphs herself into a giant. Horse Rex. <laughs> she, All uh, the air is gone from this room. <laughs> uh, she does not turn into a T-Rex. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> no more issues. Everything is a-okay. Um, I said nuke. <laughs> Um, but she does turn into a giant ape-like creature, which is hilarious because we've been talking about. Is it a gorillang? It is not not a gorillang. It's a giant ape. But yeah, we were just talking about Sasquatch earlier. But anyway, uh, and she roars out. And at this, Shark. You, actually, you're not in the room. Zem, you see that Karina is trying to shuttle Amaryllis and Finn into the other room. At that, Kai, who is on the ground, sort of laughs. And she's like, that's not a horrible idea. And you watch as she's on the ground, she kind of seems to lay flat and then all of a sudden her body shifts and alters and she turns into a giant scorpion. And then we are back to the top of the I round. I love her. I love her so very much. 
Um, now it is the monk's turn. Uh, the first one is going to go after you, Zem. Uh, four times. That one's going to hit a lot. Is it? Wait. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Uh, uh, the fuck is it called? Shield. It's four set amount of time, right? Oh, it's one round. One round. Yeah. Oof. All right. So I'm going to shield. The first one still hits. The second one doesn't hit. The third one would still hit, even with shield. So maybe don't shield. Keep your action. When you said a whole lot, did you mean like it, like a crit? No, 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 not a crit. Just, just a high number. Yes. Um. So, three of these hit. Don't waste your shield. All right. <laughs> oh no. Twelve seventeen for twenty six points of damage. And I need another deck saving throw. Um, that is a 12. You get knocked to the ground again, Zem, and you're feeling, and if this, this might be what a broken rib feels like. You're not sure. Uh, everything's a little, a little hazy. And he leans down to you, kind of like squats, puts his hands on his knees, and he says, you could just come with us and we'll leave the rest of them alone. And... We're back to Xander and Shar. Shar, what are you doing? Shar has no intention of fighting him if he can help it. But he's going to try a little bit of trickery from Zem. So he is going to go into his pocket. What he's doing is pulling out a ball bearing and he's going to cast light on it. He's going to toss him at him and run as like a distraction. I'm going to see if it works. I really need to get around him. What are you trying to sell this as? Shar knows that Xander knows about him and um, Zamira's transformation. Mm-hmm. I because they were with Istan. He's going to try to. He knows that Xander is essentially a very very good warrior, and if he doesn't know how to deal with something, he's going to back up first. Okay. So I don't know if it's going to work. But if it's not, we're going to go back to the conversation part because <laughs> I don't want to hit him because I'm not going to not going to fight him. I'm just going to try to get around him. How okay. much damage are you rolling? Uh, it's three different monks attacking three different people. If anything is critted, can you tell me? Because I will use my. There was one crit on Rustos. Yeah, that's a seven. Okay. I'm sorry. It was a six. Okay. That will miss then. All right, so you cast light, and Xander's just like, what are you doing, Char? Just listen to me. I'm trying. And you, you throw it at him? Yeah, like pull out a pocket, like throw it like it's a knife, like, but it's this, this ball of light. Okay. He uh, catches it because he's a monk, deflect missiles, right? He catches it, and he looks in his hand, and I'm assuming— Oh, yeah, he's running. Okay. Char, what is your max movement speed? 40 feet. Step of the wind is 80. Uh, you get 
down to the end of the alley and you are tackled to the ground. And he's just, he like grabs you and he slams you into the ground. Again, not trying to hurt you, but trying to like shake sense into you. And he's like, what are you doing? Why won't you listen to me? I can't let them die. (laughs) I can't let you die. Charlotte's going to like kick him up. Like he's not going to like, like trying to hurt him, like to get out of range. It's just like, You made your choice, and that's fine, okay? But what am I going to do if I live? What am I going to do? Live, Char. That's the whole point. Live. Do you understand what you're doing? What you're allowing to happen? It wasn't supposed to be like this. This is the end of days. This isn't just a war anymore. You're right. That's it? Just all right? What do you want me to say? Try to stop it. Don't say anything. That's the whole point. That is why I'm... You know what? You're not going to listen to me. And you... You're standing... You're... He is now standing here, which would be on, like, the inside of the alley that just sort of dead ends, you are standing facing to him with your back to the street. And you suddenly have this feeling like there's somebody standing behind you. Can I tell... like, stature? Like, is it, like, a shadow that's over top of me, or is it, like, just presence? You glance over your shoulder and do a double take because another Xander is standing behind you. What are you doing, Xander? Keeping you alive, Shar. I don't want to do this. If you want to cut away, you can, because this is going to get. All right. Zem, you watch as these monks continue their assault on the other people. This monk who was standing over you saying you should just go with them. Uh, just as you watch this monk who's about to kick Ristos like right in the side of the head and you immediately just like, nope, and ever so slightly shift things so that they miss completely with hitting the floor. What are you doing? Like, it's my turn? It's your turn. I'm on the ground. You are on the ground. He's standing over me. He's crouched down next to you. He says, if you just come with us, we'll let them live. Um... A quick glance. I know they've been beaten up, but is do they look to me in a quick glance like they're going to die right now? The other magic users? My people. Kai and Ristos are looking rough. Zima's doing okay. Well, okay, no. Ristos <laughs> looks rough. Kai and Zima are currently not themselves, so it's hard to judge. 
Um, and like Shar's parents and Karina. Uh, Karina has gotten Shar's parents into the room and has shut the door and she's turned around like she's trying to decide what to do next. Um, so I know she has magic. Um, I'm okay. I'm it's the same guy that I'm already connected with, right? Yep. So I'm just going to say like this fight doesn't look over to me yet. And then hit for nine points of damage. Um, and then um, a bonus action. I have two weapon fighting. So can I use a dagger? No, because to do two weapon fighting, you have to use a melee weapon. In both hands. Okay, I just didn't know if it allowed me to. Okay, so yeah. um, then I'm just going to try and, like, punch or kick or knee in the balls. I'm aiming for the junk. Roll me an unarmed strike. Um, 17 to hit. Okay, what is your damage for unarmed strikes? It's zero. <laughs> I don't really care. Like, I'm just, you know. No, I like this. You swing over and you manage to, like. It's more the insult. Yeah, you, like, you go and you're about to hit him. And he just, like, twists a little bit. You catch him in the thigh. You don't manage to hit him in the balls. And he's just, like, so unreasonable. And. Do they have masks? No, these ones are not wearing masks. Does she recognize any of them? No, she does not. And it is... So they're just a bunch of low-level cunts then. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's what we'll call them. <laughs> I mean, in the in the overall grand scheme of the garden, these are low-level. Yes, yes. <clears throat> um, you see that Ristos is glancing around... And she's not sure what to do um, because she wants to help the others in the room and she's not as worried about herself. And she's going to reach out to the person um, in front of her again. And she's going to say, I said enough. He gets this dazed look on his face. Oh, her face. This one's female. And she's like, and she takes a couple steps backwards. And she's just kind of like watching around the room. And you see Risa standing up and like kind of like dusting herself off, getting ready to help everybody else. Uh, Zima is a giant ape. Did she just cast Feeble Mind? She didn't cast Feeble Mind. She cast something else. Um, The ape just crit. Um... That's a lot of D10s. Do you need more? Uh, no, I have enough. <laughs> I will gladly give you some more. <laughs> um, you see... You see Zima haul off and just bring one ape fist down on the, the monk that had been accosting her. And when... She pulls her fist back. They crumple to the ground. Dead. 
Kai's turn as a scorpion. You see the scorpion like rush forward with its little pinchers out. Uh, and it's first going to try to snap at the monk that was hurting Kai. Miss. Miss. Uh, and then it comes in with a stinger. Miss. Real bad. Um, so that's not going well. Hard to be accurate when you're yes. a scorpion. Yes. <laughs> the monk in front of you, though, Zem, because we're back to the top of the round, uh, looks around, sees uh, his friend get pummeled by an ape, dead, and says, well, uh, that is enough. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a pair of what look like manacles. And I need you to... Roll me acrobatics, we'll say. So I I have a question. Yes. So like my all of my sparring with anyone over okay. the past like month plus, I know like the idea was to build up my strength and like we increase that and everything, but like do I become a little more like light on my feet? Like I'm not saying that I would get like changes to my stats or like any of that kind of consideration but I just feel like maneuverability I'd be able to like get low or whatever I mean thematically you can say that but it's not going to change this role yeah like I know that it's not gonna um change those things I just think that like my form would be a little bit better Mm -hmm. what did you want me to roll it doesn't matter uh so I wanted you to roll um acrobatics but the monk just rolled a natural 20 to snap these manacles on your wrist. What? You have one more reroll. No, I don't. Did you use it and I missed it? What are you talking about reroll? I don't have you any have rerolls. Portent. Yeah, I have used both portents. Mm. Okay. So, I don't think you can beat their uh, acrobatics check right now. What's your modifier? Plus one. Yeah, no, you can't beat them. So, he reaches down, he snaps these manacles on your wrist, and Zem... Immediately, you feel weaker. I am... Okay, two things. Okay. Define weaker. Physically weaker? Magically weaker. Okay. And two... Um, uh, shit, where was I going with this? We're... New round? Yes, we're at the top of the round. Do I not have my reaction back until it's my turn? No, you have your reaction back. Okay. Is the manacles considered an attack? The manacles are an attack. So if I have my reaction back, then I would like for you to... Hold on. What's it called? I don't remember the name. Silvery Barbs. All right. Wow. Holy shit. Did he manacle himself? (laughs) Is it the opposite end of the spectrum? Take back what I said. <laughs> Wait, now you have to roll because if you roll a one, he still gets it. Go ahead, roll your one. Uh huh. Roll it. Roll it. God it's a nat twenty. Damn it! <laughs> um. <laughs> so you know in Sweeney Todd when he's about to kill the judge and the the kid comes in and the judge leaves and then Sweeney Todd sings a song. I had him. That song. That. Is this moment. That is this moment. 
Do you know what feels great? I don't care. I don't care what feels great. It's when you don't have portents and you can still change that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm also out of level one slots. I can't believe that was real. All of my level one slots are gone. So, um, he goes to snap the manacles on your wrist, Zem, and you've been training (laughs) as discussed. What would you like to happen in this moment? Because, um... Well, I'll tell you what I would like to happen, knowing that it's not going to. Um, but, like, what I was picturing in my mind and why I was asking about this is I would really love, like, I'm not going to change this because I don't want those fucking manacles on me, period. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, if there were on me, I wanted to, like, monkey onto his back and, like, choke him with them. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not a monk. And also, I don't want them on me. So, um... Listen, you can get them in your hands, and if you want to try to choke them with them next on your turn, you absolutely can. How do those ma- I wouldn't know what I- I wouldn't know how they work. No. Uh, all I know is I really don't want them on me. Mm-hmm. You need your hands to cast spells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still on the ground. And he's still, like, hovering over me. And he tried to put them on my hands, and I missed. Like, can I punch him in the balls now? With no, with no Yes. You kick him in the balls, and he, like, rolls off of you. It doesn't damage him, but it's enough to get him off of you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's what happens. All right. Back to uh, Xander and Char. No way. This is way less entertaining. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The heartbreaking side of it. Uh Uh-huh. He's kind of got to look back and forth. Xander, last chance. Are you going to let me get there? No, Char. I'm not. Are you going to let me save her? No, of course not. Look, I like Zamira. Are you going to help her? I, I helped her in the past, but I can't help her now. It was you or it was her. Uh, Char's going to cast Moonbeam. And everybody, including himself, is going to be caught in the middle of it. Okay. Uh, I have dis- resistance to radi- radiant damage. Okay. It's a con save, if I'm not mistaken. And before he casts it, he's going to say in Celestial to Amara, just, holy shit, I need your help. Boom. What's your save? Uh, it is 16. All right. The... Uh... The shadow oh, Xander behind to... you saves, and I'm regular good. Xander just saves. Wait. No, that's a 15. Fails. Regular Xander fails. Okay, so I also succeeded. So I'm going to take half on half. Where the hell is the other D10? Do you want one? Well, no, I'm missing it. No, wait. No, seriously, where the fuck is it? I just had it. Are you sure it's not in your hand? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I thought I grabbed this one. <laughs> I grabbed the other one. My bad. That's a one and a seven, so eight radiant damage. So I take two. Okay. 
Oh, I'm resistant to radiant too. <laughs> and necrotic. Yes. So the false Xander behind you disappears. Yeah, that was what he was going for. And he's just going to back through this main street, like out of the alley. Mm-hmm. And Xander says, they're going to kill one of you. And he's going to rush after you and catch up to you. And he's going to punch you. AC is 16. The one's a 14 that misses, but the tw- tw- wait, 30? <laughs> it's like, well, the 30 to hit, that one's going to hit. Uh, for, I can't do mash, 13 points. Is any of that necrotic? Because I know no. Shadow Monk shit. No, this is not. Okay. I mean, Moonbeam is dropped, like, immediately. I don't have to... I'm not... Because I can't move it that fast to keep up. Yeah. Um, And he is going to... Con save, right? No. Uh, Again, you see this shadowy version of him pop up right in front of you as you're trying to run away. He punches you and is now surrounding you again. And he says, they're going to kill one of you, Char. They're going to kill one of you. He's still, he's going to try to keep running, like just kind of push through, but like, then it had better be me. I'm not going to let that happen. Back to the other room. Zem, you watch as the, the one monk who backed up away from Ristos is like, She's just sort of standing there with her arms crossed, kind of confused, looking around the room a little bit, like watching everything. And Riso says to her, that's fine. You stay where you are. And uh, you see two of the, one of the monks is fighting the scorpion uh, and is stomping the scorpion into oblivion. Kai is taking quite a bit of damage. And uh, the, yeah, that's it. What are you doing? So The one next to you is... You know, Are we still at the nuts. doorway? Because I kind of imagine that we were still at the doorway. But Now, they sort of rushed into the room. We'll say you're spread out in the room a little bit. But are we near the doorway? You can be. It's not a huge apartment. Mm. Okay. I don't think... I don't think I can affect what I was planning. So, I'm going to drop Witch Bolt. And I need a Wisdom saving throw. It's not a lot. Um, yeah, it's 12. Okay. Um, so at third... <laughs> Did you not... Both of us just... <sighs> <laughs> um, I cast Mind Spike at third level. Um, so that's 48. Mm, that sucks. Um, that's 10 uh, psychic damage... Okay. Um, and they can't become hidden from me. Uh, even if it's invisible, I'll know where he is. All right. Perfect. He holds his head and is like, I don't understand what's happening. This was supposed to be easy. <laughs> 
Uh, and Ristos comes up behind him and is just like, Sneak attack. <laughs> Think again. <laughs> and she maneuvers herself in a way that she's going to catch two of the monks in this attack. And she throws her hands out, and this crackling jet of lightning shoots out across the room, striking two of the monks, potentially. Well, the one next to them manages to succeed. The other one fails. Very strong. The one that talks too fucking much. (laughs) Stop monologuing and die. Thirty-two doesn't matter. Uh, nope, he's still alive because he only took half. Thank God. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so the one who is currently fighting uh, with the scorpion shrieks in pain as they are struck by lightning. The one next to you was on the ground and kind of like rolls and ducks his head and manages to absorb some of the strike. But he's looking pretty toasty now. Um, The gorilla, the giant ape, is going to come over and try to finish him off. Punch him out the window. Punch him out the window. Punch him out the window. That is a 20-something to hit. And doesn't matter what I roll in the damage, he's going to die. So giant ape Zima comes over, picks the guy up off the ground who was in, like, this fetal position because he was— By the foot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the foot. Yeah. Grabs him by the foot, and he's just like a backbreaker. (laughs) He drops the manacles, and she whips him out the window by his foot. Just, and you hear him. (laughs) Awesome! I love it. And the scorpion is going to attack the. (laughs) You're just. Offing my own people. Yeah, you're just top bottom of the spectrum right now. Like you're not. Anywhere in the middle. The scorpion is going to, um, how many hit points does this person have? (laughs) He's dead. They're dead. The, the scorpion, like, stings the monk, and you see them reach up and grab their neck, and then just hit the ground. Dead. And Karina's like, okay, I'm ready to help. And Karina's like, what? And she looks around, and there's just, like, one person over there, and she's like, I'll kill this one. She goes, and Resource is like, no, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. My old lady voice, not yet. I can't do it now. So, we have one encounter left to finish. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Wait, my guy wasn't dead. Yeah, he was the one that got thrown out the window. The one by me? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was the... One that was fighting with Zima. No, Zima killed that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she's very efficient. She's very efficient. <laughs> she killed two. Um, Char. It's not your job to save me, no matter how much you want it to be, because I need to do this. To do what? Get yourself killed? If that's the cost, do you understand what's happening? Uh, Probably more than you think, yes. (sighs) 
if I don't help them, then they die. Okay, and if you go back there and try to help them, then there's a better chance that you're all going to die. If you're here to help me, what are you doing on that side? (sighs) There's too much to try to explain to you right now. Get out of the city. If you let me go, we'll have a conversation, and I promise you I'm going to come back. I have to bring one of you in. Tonight. So who's it going to be? Zamira. No. Well, it's not going to be you. Xander, she's going to be okay. You have a lot of faith in her. And you seem to have none. No, I sent some very skilled. <laughs> Off in the distance. <laughs> it's really hard to have this conversation when I just, you know, crit killed a lot of my own NPCs. <clears throat> no, Zem. Yeah, Zem. Shar, I sent people there to raid that apartment. They're probably done already. Just run, Shar. It's what you do. He's going to walk right next to the shadow figure and bump him into, like, poofing away. You can't make me hate you. But I'm going. I'm sorry. You're not. Does the shadow figure pop back up? No, not this time. But Xander does rush over to you. And uh, he's going to wrap his arm around your throat and put you in like sort of like a sleeper hold sort of thing and start trying to choke you out. So he's going to grab his hand, Uh inflict wounds. Okay. So uh, I dig this. Uh, Go ahead. Just roll to hit. You don't have to roll to hit. You're already touching him. Just roll damage. <laughs> this is not a normal fight. This is this is cinematic. We're gonna resolve this in a cinematic way. Fifteen. All right. I am going to give you advantage on this dexterity saving throw. You listen to me, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Need you right now. Nineteen. That just makes it. You reach up, you grab his arm, and you inflict wounds. And you feel him tense up, and you're like, "Oh God, that was the wrong thing." And then he That's like the he's gonna grab him, he's gonna pull it away, and go to punch him, and just let him go. He lets go and he grabs his arm and he's like, don't go back there. He, like, you know how, like, in the 
like rom-com movies when they're like at the terminal and they're backing up and like staring down. Like that's exactly what's happening. He's like, I'll find you. And it, it may sound menacing to him, but it's not meant to be, but he's, he's back. He's running. As you start running, Char, you hear footsteps following you, and then... He's not looking. Like, he has to just let it... You hear the footsteps there, and they're, they're following you, and they're right behind you. But he doesn't grab you. It's almost like he's tailing you to see what happens when you get back to the, the apartment. But before you get there, you see... Running towards you, Zamira. What are you doing, Zamira? <laughs> Winding up for a slap. <laughs> Zamira, you don't see anybody chasing Shar. You just see Shar running. Um, like he, Shar is like crying. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Likewise, I'm also crying, and I want to call out, but like I see you, and like I know where the fuck we are. So instead, I'm just like booking it straight to you. The moment it dawns on you that that is Zamira running towards you, Shar, you hear the footsteps stop. What are you doing? Running right at Zamira. Okay. You get to each other. What happens? Shar's not going to stop running. He's going to grab a hold of Zamira and dip into an alleyway. I'll let him lead me. Okay. The floor is yours. We have to get back there. They're safe. We... We beat them. I don't know how, but they're like, yes, let's go. But like they, they've been handled. They did not survive. Shar is like not looking for Xander, but for anybody else. I'm whispering when I'm saying this, like it's a out of breath. Cause I'm running. Oh, and I, I don't do that. Um, but you know what I mean? Like trying to whisper to communicate these it, things in a podcast is just awful. <laughs> yeah. We're whispering. Yeah. You're okay. Okay. You're okay. And like I my grip on you is like as hard as I can cuz I it's just like holy shit. <laughs> okay, we need to find somewhere else to go because I don't know I don't know if there's anybody else here or what we have to do, but I'm glad you're okay. It's going to take more than that. Not that I want to tempt fate. <laughs> I only survived because of them. We need them. Okay, let's, um... Let's regroup and we'll leave right now. We just need to go back. Yeah. All and right. We run. You run back to the apartment. When you get there, uh, you see Ristos, Zima, and Kai are all sitting together in the little sitting area, uh, hunched over a table. They have like a piece of what looks to be like a like a bag that they've cut open and turned into like a map that they're drawing of Stellium and of the surrounding parts of the city. And they're plotting. Uh, and Amaryllis and Finn are talking very loudly and annoyedly at Karina, like yelling at her for shoving them into a room and not letting them help, scolding her as if she were a child, not like in a cruel way. Are you coming in through the door, up the side of the wall? What What are you doing when if you I'm, come in here? If I'm with Zamira, then we're taking the stairs yes. at that point. Okay. Because I'm going to be like, see you in a minute, like bitch, and we're not. No. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, when you come in the room, that's what you see. Everybody turns and looks at you, and they're just like, oh, thank God you're okay. But then they go back to their various things. Everyone needs to pack it up. We got to go. We are not safe here. Um, Shara's going to run over to uh, Karina, actually, and just give her a hug. Just thank you. Karina's like, um, okay, uh, were you the one that shoved me? Who shoved who? Then he's going to like just, shove her again. Yeah. <laughs> like this? He's going to walk around her and just give his parents a hug. And uh, your father's like, oh my God, sure. You ran up the wall. Yeah. What? Yep. What's the question? Finish hugging his parents and just kind of turns towards the group of Zima and Ristos and, and uh, Kai. Just like, okay, so... What do we need? Risto says, we've been talking and we think that the most important, the most important thing we need to do is we need to have a plan. We need to get into the school. We need to disrupt whatever they're hoping to do with this orb. They're probably keeping it in the tower, in the lab. The tower, yes. I can confirm that. I had eyes on it, not mine. Okay. So, if we can get in there, we can disrupt their work. Best case scenario, we can stop them from being in Stellium. Alternate good case scenario, we could take the orb and somehow get it into my home. Yes. Okay. But if we're going to do that, we need to find some supplies for some larger spells. And what do you all need to do to be ready to storm the school? I I need, I just need a little rest. Yes, I think we could all use a little rest. Some rest, um, spell components that you guys need. Yes, we can collect all those things first thing in the morning. And I think that, and he's going to look towards his parents and Karina. I think you guys need to leave. We're already hoping to get some of the students out um, to more bail. But speaking of students, what is the likelihood that there's any at the school that need rescuing? I don't know how they're treated. They may be using them um, to do the work. They have, they would be useful. They monitor things or cast certain spells. or uh, It may be that some of them are willingly aiding. Do you think they're others. in danger? Probably unlikely unless they suspect that they're against them for some reason. It wouldn't be useful to whoever is in charge of this to kill magic users who they could use. I do think that we should try to be careful and protect those we can and get the others out if we if we can warn them, but uh, our main priority has to be the orb, this orb that you've told me about. I agree. So, we rest. But not here. What about the, the, like, Gideon's place? 
at this point, we, we need something. Okay, so we rest. We get the components we need. Buddy system. But if we kind of split up into groups, we can cover more ground. And then... Do we risk resting all together? No. Zem, you're with me. Kai, Ristos, Sima, you guys need to get your plan together, what you need. And he's going to look over at his parents and uh, Karina. Karina, right? Okay, cool. You need to get to the Midway Tavern, and you need to head up towards more bail. Are they not going to take the portal? The... What if nobody can use the portal? They're going to need another way. I thought it was in use. We need to have a backup plan. I agree to a backup plan, but I still think that that means that they're going to need to get as close to the school with us as possible to know. I don't think there's one, like, we definitely can't. The other one in the city is for sure not somewhere we can go. Okay, so... You three, together, Mom, Dad, Karina, I guess you're with us. Pack up for a permanent move. Your parents are just sort of nodding. They look shell-shocked. Like, they're, they're used to this in a horrible way. And Karina's just like, I want to help. Like, let me help you. You keep making me leave. You keep making me run and I don't want to run. I want to help. It's... They're just going to keep finding us. And this isn't a life that I want to live. I want to keep Amaryllis and Finn safe and we can do that as much as possible, but let me help you. You're right. It's your choice. I... I can't make that call for you. If that's something that you want to do, you can. Um, I just want to make sure that you understand that neither one of us expects that all of us are making out of this alive. And the odds are not good that either of, either of us will live. The odds are better if I'm there to help. I I don't disagree with you. I'm just, I want you to understand what the risk is, and it is your life. She walks over to you, Zem, and she puts her hands on your shoulders, and she says, I understand. You're my friend, Zem. I know. You're my friend, and that's why I just, we don't have a choice in this. This was chosen for us before before we had any ideas. You have a choice. And it's your call how you make that decision. Sam, if it was reversed, if it was me, would you let me go? Yes. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) She laughs and she gives you a hug. I'm going to help you. We're going to make sure they're safe. We're going to get them to wherever they need to be. But I'm going to help you. 
Okay. I'm just going to hug her. And I guess Char, too. I'm good without the hug. So we need to have a place to meet up because there's a chance that we won't be able to communicate. That's true. <laughs> this is funny. What is, dear? Well, we know of a meeting spot. We've all three of us been there before. Karina's like, oh, you mean that, like, gross little bar where we used to go and, like, pick up boys? Mm, No, maybe after all (laughs) this is over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a place uh, we could all meet at Ascension Point. Karina drops her, like, joking facade. And she gets a serious look on her face. And she's like, I like it. It fits. Does everyone here know where Ascension Point is? Ristos is like, I know where you're talking about at the Temple of the Divines in the gardens. Yes. It's not somewhere they would expect, I'm sure. Yeah. They would expect us to flee or to show up at the school. Smart. All right, we're not going to tell you where we're going. You don't tell us where you're going. And we'll meet there at just after dawn. Be safe. You too. Thank you. I I care for each of you a great deal. Rhesus gets this sad look on her face, and she walks over to you a little bit, and she... Her mouth turns up in a little bit of a smile. She reaches over and grabs your hand. She says, thank you. Without you, I'd still be stuck in more bail, unsure of who I even am. (laughs) You would have found a way. It just might have taken longer, but it's my pleasure to help you when you've helped me for so long. She leans in. She says, we're going to kill Dalius, you and I. I love this for us. We gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, like, take one last look around the room because, like, I've never had this many people, like, care about me and put themselves in physical harm for me and just kind of memorize the scene and then, like, turn around and go. Karina's like, I'll catch up to you all in the morning. I'm going to get Amaryllis and Finn somewhere safe. At at midnight. I call up the stairs. Midnight. Real quick, before I forget, was there still a monk body in the room? Yes. Okay. There's still a monk there (laughs) that uh, is confused and just looking adoringly at Reese. Oh no, they're gonna have to die because we said a lot of things about this plan. I'll uh, I'll take care of that. Off with his head, her head. <laughs> Shara's gonna take the person out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. Just stab his neck. Okay, you do that. Did I see this, or was I already down the stairs? I assume that most of this was happening when there was the planning stage because I kind of forgot that 
you guys were attacked by monks and I <laughs> So, I mean, because We like, forgot to loot the body. James told us to loot the body. We fucking forgot. Does Char know you... No. Does Zem know you just murdered outside of combat or does she not know? This is your call. I was in the I mean, room and I, I was suspect, down the stairs. I suspect that Zem would not have gone down the stairs without Char. In my mind, I was chasing after you because you kept saying, like, we gotta go. So, like, in my mind, it would have taken place outside and I would know. I, so I this, think no, you don't know what happened, but the body's still going to be in the hallway. Okay. Okay. All right. Did they have anything else on them? Just like real quick, like nothing, I assume. Nothing. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. Sure, I'm not going to do specific names because I'm not pulling up that spreadsheet, but you recognize these people as lower level like... Cunts? <laughs> Like the Vs? <laughs> yeah, like the Vs. They're not... It wasn't Falks or Jaya, right? No, okay. it was not Falks or Jaya. So that's all the other four. Don't take this the wrong way, but I really hope that they're dead. Because I really hope that they weren't, like, on the bad side of things. I or understand. like, Or that they escaped. Like, I, I, I don't want answers. I'm just saying. That's yeah. what I hope. So no. one of them was a halfling. Well, I hate that. That's not a thing. <laughs> so there's one of them. One of the V's is still alive. The other one must have been like a trainee or something. Yeah, sure. Cool. Dead. I have a dead list for the people <laughs> of the garden. Um, where are the two of you going to lay low for the night? Are you going to Gideon's? Yeah. If it's not Gideon's, then I think the um, monastery. You mean like at the point? Would be like uh, to start. Would you be, mean at the temple? Yeah, yeah the temple, because it's just a uh, semi-familiar place that I just don't think that they would go to. It's not a bad idea. Either one. I d- I don't have an, a preference. We're running real low on spells, I assume, between you and me. Yep. Or are we going to be able to make it out of the city to get to the point? I don't know. And it's what time? Remember? I mean, I can cast it's invisibility. Invisible. We can be invisible. I think I've got one spell slot to cast invisibility. We I, might just I be have, able to... You do too? I have two. Okay. So okay. we're just going to walk out the front gate. Well, so the, the point is at the Temple of the Divines, which is in Saltspire. Oh, so we're going to the temple. You I, could stay I, at the temple. Father Altair might still have your room open. I maybe this is just a me problem for 59 episodes in. I've always thought that the temple was outside of the city for some reason. It is not. It is in the center of the old city. All right. That's where we're going then. All right. Are you sneaking into your quarters or are you letting Father Altair know that you have arrived? I am going to talk to Father Altair. Altair. All right. So, but he's going in invisibly to scope first. He's not like just walking and be like, "What's up, bitches? I'm here." <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, the two of you are invisible. You show up. It's probably like one or two in the morning at this point. The doors are open because the doors of the temple are always open to parishioners. But when you walk in, there's nobody there until you hear some footsteps. And you see, coming around the corner, a young man who looks actually almost a little bit like Char. He is carrying, like, a 
like a police baton looking thing. You think maybe he's the person that Father Altair has now hired as a security. But you don't see Father Altair. It is late. He's probably in bed. If Father Altair is not there, and Char is still invisible, because I got an hour. Mm-hmm. You're still invisible. He's going to go up to where his room would have been. Mm-hmm. I assume it's been filled. Yeah, you uh, you look and this guy left the door cracked open, actually. He didn't even shut the door, let alone lock it. He's not very good at his job. <sighs> Idiot. Uh, but yeah, you see, like, his stuff is in there. He doesn't have a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of stuff. Is there any open rooms anywhere else? Yeah, I mean, there are other rooms here. I mean, this temple used to be a bustling place with different, you know, priests and, you know, whatever. So there there are other empty rooms you could find. One's probably a little dusty, but... Okay. I, I don't know why I assumed it was earlier than it was, but 1 a.m. Yeah, he's not going to wake Father out there. Okay. He's going to sneak him and Zem into one of the other rooms and then just make sure it gets locked behind them. Okay. To make sure that... It's supposed to not be occupied, mm-hmm. so I don't think that they're going to try to check the rooms. No, this guy doesn't seem very good at his job either, so. I'm exhausted and loopy and, um, like, all of the tension from the past couple of days that I'm just going to snort. And then I'm going to, like, do that whisper thing and just say, like, did you ever think you were going to sneak a girl in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess there's a first for everything. Not that. (laughs) Sure, I was going to close the door and like lean up against the door. Like that's where he's going to fall asleep. I'm going to crawl into the bed and get comfy. Are you going to tell Zem who you saw tonight? Not yet. Okay. There needs to be some kind of conversation in the morning. Yes, there does. Mr. Fucking run out a window. <laughs> and up a wall. <laughs> and that's where we'll end it. We're with Char saying there needs to be a conversation in the morning. And <laughs> I'm saying there does, Mr. Run out it's, a window. I feel window. like I was like just drifting off to sleep and he says that and my eyes float like fly open like, that's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't let him sleep. She slaps him across the <laughs> And that's where we're cutting the episode. That was a busy one. Woof. <laughs> that one hurt. Literally hurt. Yeah. A lot. Good. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Eat shit and live. Why are they so mean to me? Oh, crap. And now a word about Adam Brown's new game, Cothonaut. You can find Adam on Twitter at G-O-R-A-A-N-1793 and Blue Sky at G-O-R-A-A-N-S-G-O-O-D-S. Thanks for listening. You have been chosen to enter and explore a space not native to your reality. An opening into this unknown has appeared in a remote place, maybe the deep unexplored ocean or the vast emptiness of space or the alien barren tundra. Even something so mundane as a house that seems a little bigger on the inside can manifest an opening. Your tasks are simply to document your findings during your exploration and make it back to reality. To help you in this mission, you have been provided a small pod to explore in, equipped with a suit for deeper investigations and enough supplies to last you. You are a Cothonaut.
available at goran93.itch.io slash kothanot. That's G-O-R-A-A-N-9-3 dot itch dot I-O slash C-T-H-O-N-A-U-T. Good luck. Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.